How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. Good morning, Will. How are you? Morning. <laughs> Sleepy. Trying to get to these technical difficulties, man. Yeah. It's been crazy. We're still getting but we're good now. App. Yeah. Yeah. So we're good now. That's the important part, right? That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome, everybody. <laughs> Another week of Story of the Fight. My name is Romero. That's my boy, Will. He waved at everybody for anybody that's not uh, watching. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. This is where we cover everything uh, mixed martial arts, combat sports, mainly UFC. You know, sometimes some rising and stuff like that, depending on Will's yeah. mood and the event. But uh, yeah, <laughs> if you like our content, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Breaker, Podcast Radio, Public Google Podcasts, Apple uh, Podcasts, Anchor FM, all those different podcasting <laughs> sites. Yeah. We're also uh, on social media at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, everything. Everything. We're going to start doing Twitch yeah. soon, I think. I think so. Got to figure out so. how we'll do that. Maybe <laughs> for, maybe for a pay-per-view. Huh? Ne- next pay-per-view, maybe. 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 Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so uh, we usually do fight recaps. And if it's not fight recaps that you like to tune into, sometimes we'll do a fight companion. Uh, sometimes we'll just cover, you know, some random stuff. Uh, but usually, if there's another week of story of the fight, it usually means there was another week of fights. Will and there was, and there was UFC Vegas 58, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, this was uh, Fazeev versus RDA Rafael dos Anjos, who I always enjoy watching fight. Always, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude's been around for it. I remember the first, I remember one time I bought uh Lesnar versus Randy on dvd oh shit uh but it was like ultimate knockouts and they were trying to hype brock lesnar at that point obviously and i was like all right yeah he knocked out randy couture but randy couture is also like a 50 year old light heavyweight but yeah. <laughs> but i remember on that it was a long time ago obviously i think it was probably like 2009 um on that same dvd was when jeremy stevens knocked out rda with an uppercut and then here we are and rda's <laughs> in the top 10 and jeremy stevens is losing in uh pfl pfl the heathen <laughs> the heathen yes little heathen <laughs> but uh, let's go and get started here with the main <laughs> yeah we had rafael fazi versus rafael dos anjos emphasis loser has ha- to change their name <laughs> yeah yeah so now it's rafael dos anjos yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but what do you think of this fight will um it was uh it was a very good uh like benchmark uh i think for Fazeev, because yeah. going into this, there's a lot of questions still kind of like, obviously he's a very good striker, but the two biggest questions are like, what's his gas tank like in a five round fight? And uh, how's he going to deal with someone who has not just like good wrestling and grappling, but someone who has, I mean, won a belt with good grappling. And uh, I think he passed him pretty well. He passed both tests pretty well. Yeah, he absolutely did, man. Uh, I had picked RDA, Rafael mm-hmm. Dos Anjos, uh, <laughs> going into this. Because I just always figured, man, like he just always finds a well uh, a way. You know, he's a very gritty fighter. Yeah. He's an excellent grappler. Uh, he has high cardio. Like you said, five-round fight. He tends to turn it up. 
on the mm-hmm. fourth and fifth round. Hadn't seen Rafael Fazeev in that situation yet. So I said, you know what? Let me go with what I know, and that's RDA. <laughs> uh, you know, he had beat Paul Felder. He beat Moicano. So he's he a little two-fight winning streak. He was a previous champion. So I figured, you know what? He might be able to give Fazeev something that he hasn't seen before. What I was not expecting was <laughs> Fazeev's fantastic takedown defense, man. Over 90% success rate in uh, preventing the takedown, his sprawling, yeah. and then uh, his urgency around getting the underhooks, man. Like right away, he would still be in sprawling position. He reached for the underhook, and as he's standing up, he's pulling RDA up at the exact same time. He just did yeah. a fantastic job with that, man. And I truly believe that that was the 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 biggest difference maker. Yeah, because, I mean, you could tell, I mean, RDA's game plan was clearly use the hands to set up the takedown, put this guy on his back. We haven't seen him on his back. Put him down, and he kept trying. I mean, he's he got two takedowns throughout the whole fight, but obviously that first one, he kind of just sat it down real quick, and then Fazeev was right back up. Still counts, but yeah, not really. Uh, it doesn't have much weight to it. The second takedown uh, was much bigger, Ended the round on top, uh, had a decent like minute or two of control time, uh, but couldn't do anything with it. Um, the entire time he spent on top was was to just keep him in position. He couldn't really advance. He couldn't land anything of his own. Just kind of held him there. But then there was fourteen other takedowns that were stuffed. <laughs> That's wild against RDA. Insane, man. Yeah, against RDA, and you know what? It's a good game plan from RDA. Going yeah, I mean, that's what I would. Like, that's what you're gonna want to do. Yeah, you know, obviously you don't want to stand with them because look what happens. Here we have yeah. a picture, a picture of RDA get knocked out. Uh, you know, he's like, I'm training in Brazil again. You know, this yeah. guy's training in Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand. You know, like how much where you saw it go on his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man's land for Usada for sure. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I for me, I was thinking about. I was like, well, that's what you would want to do if you're RDA. You're gonna want to clinch him up, put him up against a cage, take out that distance completely. Right, make mm-hmm. it a dirty fight, um, and unfortunately for RDA, it's the, the fight doesn't start off that way. You know, after they break, yeah, it start off that way. So Fazeev's still going to have some pockets and moments where he can uh, uh, sneak in some striking. And so, dude, that jumping knee, the jumping the, knee, they must the, have seen something in RDA's in his style that that jumping knee was there because he landed it like three or four times. And so this is a crazy thing, right? Like RDA's, or not RDA, Rafael Fazeev, just his other fight Rafael. IQ. Get other Rafael. Yeah. You know, and he's missing in his strike so well. Uh, he has RDA guessing on what's going to come next. And even though he landed that knee three times, that, that setup for the left hook, he fakes yeah. the jumping knee, he fakes the right, and then comes in with a left hook right on the chin, man. Yeah, and it kept wow, landing. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and... Not only that, but uh, something that really, really impressed me is obviously the threat of the takedowns there. And clearly, Fazeev, you have to react to it because he shot 16 times. So you have to <laughs> you have to be ready for it. And even like, like a lot of guys, I think, would be frozen and worry about the takedown defense so much that they weren't getting their own stuff off. But he was still landing. And he was doing this thing where he would land his combos and then scoop back out. It's not like a traditional like angling out that we normally see from him. He would kind of scoop back out with his hips out first, almost anticipating as soon as I commit to this combo, he's going to shoot on me, so I have to be there. And he was still having success. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that consistently through a fight. You know, like 
actually against somebody that with the grappling experience and the expertise of an RDA. Yeah, but I'm saying even even when RDA wasn't shooting, because normally it's like, all right, I'm going to commit with my hands. I know he's going to duck under. So he would scoot back out. And then, but RDA wouldn't shoot because he'd be stuck recovering or try to land his own shots. But he did that a few times where I was like, I've never seen anybody do this. Usually it's like, I'm either over committing and I'm going to get taken down or luckily he didn't shoot. But he was like prepared to exit his combos with like a sprawl. <laughs> like it was crazy. Yeah. Was really interesting to see. We, we all know that uh, RDA has fantastic jujitsu. Right. Yeah, but the reason that he's been able to stay top ten for so long is because he's a very well-rounded fighter, man. Like he's not very well in Maya, where no, he's super no. good at jujitsu. Like his wrestling takedowns are really good. His clinch work is really good. You know, his striking is money. Like he's a very well-rounded fighter. So mm-hmm. this is a very impressive win for Fazeev. He's calling out. He said, "Give me a top five fighter now," which Gaethje. you know, I, I'm not mad at. I want to see, dude. It. I know Gaethje and Poirier just had that little scuffle, but I'm tired of uh, of that top five just staying the top five, and they're all just fighting each other rather than anybody down. Gaethje versus Fazeev is the move. I want to see that be a fantastic fight. That'd be a fantastic fight. But uh, props to Rafael Fazeev. And uh, what do you do with uh, Rafael dos Andros? Got to fight down, man. At lightweight, he was number seven. You got to fight outside of the top ten. Um, Ooh, you're pushing him outside of the top 10, huh? You have to, in this division you have to. There's 10 1 through 20 is is insane. Those guys need you can't sit on a on a, a ranking in this division in my opinion. Um Gamrot I mean, just won. Maybe he fights uh Jalen Turner or um or sorry, you can I know he's been asking for that Conor McGregor fight for a long time. Yeah, they were supposed to fight a long time ago. And then we got the yeah. biggest coolest upset i've ever seen I think that's where we got the uh, red panty night line from right from uh, was it that or probably yeah yeah that's when we got the yeah that's also when we got the nate beat down yeah that is that (laughs) but yeah uh thanks rda i I, rda uh, i still think that he has a chance against a lot of these top 10 opponents I mean, he was very close. If he didn't get finished in the fifth round, um, the scorecards, what, what were they? Uh, Derek clearly had it uh, even going into the fifth. Uh, Sal Diamato had RDA winning the fourth, but that's it. And Camillo had the uh, same thing. So he would have needed a finish in that fifth round. But it's crazy, man. If you looked at the end of the fourth, you would think, oh, man, Fiziv is totally gassed. He just got held down for the first time in the fight. RDA is going to swarm on him this next round. But then the fifth started and Fiziv was on his toes again. He's moving, he's fainting. And I was like, oh shit. Like, I wonder if he just accepted the takedown and just wasn't really. served energy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, he probably man. felt like he was up on the scorecards mm-hmm. and thought, you I know, had what, why, why expel a bunch of energy right now? Yeah, I had him with the first three. Also, I thought Mark Smith probably could have done some more separation against the fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, uh, there was a few times where it was like, all right. Maybe not. Maybe don't give three warnings that for separation on the fence. <laughs> Were you fine with stoppage? Um, live, I wasn't. I, live, I was like, "What are we fucking? What are we doing here?" We just watched Malarkey versus Johnson, where they both got dropped in round one and took more shots than this. But uh, on the replay, 
it looked like RDA, the sec the follow up shot that RDA took when he was on his back was was pretty bad. I'm I'm okay. And he like after the fact when the fight was over, it like took him a while to even like kind of register what was happening. So I thought it was a fine stoppage. Live, I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, I hit twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And uh, Rich, if you could put that last picture back up from that uh, fight, uh, exact same thought that you had at first. I was like, what's going on? Early stoppage. But then there's this natural human tendency, right, where <laughs> when you get rocked and your hands go straight up like that, yeah, yeah, no longer with a tight guard up against his head, you know, and like trying to avoid shots like it, your hands just go up saying, oh, God, please no more. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, his head whips back. And I think uh, after I saw the slow motion replay, I was like, OK, you know what? That That's Mark Smith was right on top of it, man. Literally, yeah, yeah. Right. On yeah, top right there. Of it. He was ready to go. You know, so I hey, think uh, good job, Mr. Smith. Good job, Mr. Smith. Uh, let's do some separations more, though. Uh, <laughs> hey, we focus on the good things, but also constructive criticism. You know what I mean? Why not? You know? Why not? Why, you always Why? strive to be better. Always, dude. Yeah. Always. Uh, <laughs> ready to go on to the co-main event? I guess. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So we have Bohalio versus Petrosian in the co-main event, fighting at middleweight. Uh, Bohalio now climbing to twelve and one after this one. Petrosian falling yeah. to seven and two. Both, um, uh, both contender series guys. Yes, yes, and uh, you know, um, the thing that you saw with <laughs> <laughs> the thing that you saw with Fazeev, with the sprawling uh -huh. and the urgency around yeah. avoiding the takedown. Imagine the exact opposite. Yeah, and that's exactly what you got from Petrosian. So yeah. Bohalio, uh, look, very strong guy, fast, right? But uh, grappler. He, yes, but he telegraphed his shots, <laughs> yeah, quite a bit, and he would shoot from far away. <laughs> and Petrosian just seemed to accept it and thought, like, hey, <laughs> just say okay. <laughs> once you clasp your hands behind my waist, I will then try to see what I could do to avoid the takedown. Uh, so yeah. very uh, reactive versus proactive. And uh, the next picture pretty much shows you what the entire fight was like. There it is, uh, which place. is Bohalio uh, taking Petrosian's back and trying to submit him. And Petrosian, hey, he did a pretty good job event uh, avoiding the rear naked choke. Yeah, you know, not a lot of threats. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this. It. Yeah, that was it. We we talked about last week when we did the preview for this card. We're like, uh, it's tough when. The uh, co-main event is two guys. One guy he has one fight in the UFC. The both guys coming off a contender series, and they put him in the co-main. Tells you a little bit about the the card itself. I I was but not you very also excited. Also had Jamie Malarkey versus Michael Johnson on the exact well, same card. I know. I mean, there's definitely good fights and stuff, but like, I don't see how this was the co-main. It's just kind of crazy. No disrespect yeah, to these guys, but like no, the no, matchup is not. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't you want to put Malarkey versus Johnson in the co-main? I think they're not. I was going to say they're not big enough names, but like, I just anybody who doesn't yeah, watch this. Every, versus yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's probably the push, right? The UFC probably wants to push push these guys a little bit more. They probably they see Michael Johnson towards the end of his career. Malarkey hasn't had a ton of success, but clearly he's been in exciting fights every single time he fights. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of bad. This fight was. It happened, it and did. it was a fight. It I mean, All yeah, right. it was a fight. 
<laughs> All right. So again, Bohalio won that one. Uh, before that one, though, <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> before that one, though, we had Said Nurmagomedov versus Silva de Andrade. Now, this should have been Tommy. Um, this was a really good fight. Uh, yeah. Now, when you see the last name Nurmagomedov, yeah, what do you expect? Yeah, you expect <laughs> the wrestling, right? <laughs> you expect the wrestling. Like everybody yeah. sees Nurmagomedov, and anybody that doesn't pay attention to the sport on a regular basis, or or just tunes in for the even main events, <laughs> yeah, that even they know <laughs> Nurmagomedov. Hey, that's probably a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's more Nurmagomedovs outside of that family. Yeah. It's just not not just them. But man, <laughs> surgical striker with this guy. The question mark. Yeah, case, that's a good. Uh, that's a good way to say he, it. He had this beautiful uh, move where. He goes oblique kick, and before and the, the leg kick. even comes back down, the high kick. And I was like, yeah, that was oh, incredible. God. Amazing striker, man. Uh, and the the dexterity is something else that I was very impressed with. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a point where Andrade is coming in, and he puts his head down on uh, Nurmagomedov's chest. Yeah. And he probably thought he was safe. And <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Knee. <laughs> like, yeah. while, while his forehead is like right underneath his neck. And yeah, yeah. you can tell he really didn't expect that. But, dude, I was so impressed with Nurmagomedov. Yeah, I mean, the constant stance, uh, stance switching. And then, like, in different stances, you there's a lot of guys where it's like, all right, like Wonderboy. It's like, okay, when he goes southpaw, just watch the lead leg. That's all you really have to worry about. He's going to throw his side kicks. He's going to throw his hook kicks, all that stuff. Then when he switches stances, get ready for the spin. That's when he'll spin. And then, But then you have Nurmagomedov where it's like he'll spin from both sides. He's throwing lead leg, atta- lead leg attacks from both sides uh the left body kick was more frequent than the right for sure but i mean fully dangerous no matter what stance he's in it's not like you I mean, have this, to this picture is the end of a question mark kick <laughs> yeah exactly and and man when he threw that oblique kick to the high kick off the same leg i mean that i was kind of blown away <laughs> it didn't have much like power behind it but like i mean he's so good at keeping you outside of your range because of it you know it doesn't have to knock you out it just but it's so effective and uh credit to silver de andrage uh because the dude's a tank and he brought it i, I thought he I, I didn't think it should be a 30 27 i think uh yeah mike bell gave it a 30 27 i had andrage winning around but yeah this also had a, a a moment where it was maybe a minute where uh, Saeed is on his back and Silva de Andrade is standing over him and Saeed is winning the fight. <laughs> oh, he was winning. Up kicks? Up kicks to the, like, kicking him to the legs, the body, and the head. Bad. Like, he was winning. Yeah. He caught him <laughs> with some heavy shots, man. And Herb Dean was like, come on, we got to work. We got to work. And I'm like, bro, dude's winning right now. <laughs> He's winning a fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was crazy to watch. Rarely do you see an extended moment. Like usually it's like, oh, he got the better of the exchange off his back, maybe with a couple up kicks and then ended up on him, but not this one. That's one thing one criticism though is for sure set up the spinning attacks with your hands. Yep. The spinning like the spinning kicks, all good. But spamming spinning back fist and spinning back elbow, you gotta set it up. And, and he was telegraphing it a little bit because he wasn't setting it up. So uh, yeah. Silva Andrade was just waiting, and then he'd take his back as soon as he would start. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That might work against Petrosian or Magomedov because he, even if he telegraphs stuff, he won't yeah. try to defend. But <laughs> against Silva Andrade, he was ready for those. He was waiting. Now I'm the glad takedown was nasty. You, I'm glad that you called out 
the uh, oblique kick to the high kick because I was super excited. <laughs> yeah. I saw that, like just nerding. Out. I was like, oh my God. And like, you know that uh, Chris Pratt meme where he just like, his mouth opens up yeah. and just looks over. Like I did that yesterday <laughs> when I saw that and Mindy's on TikTok. So she did. <laughs> and I was just like, damn, like watching fights with the boys, you know, that's, yeah. this would be really awesome. Cause we would be like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit. Oh man. Yeah. It's all good though. I still enjoyed the oh. kick. I still enjoyed the kick. It was a beautiful kick. Beautiful kicks. It was. Uh, yes. But, and that takedown from Silva de Andrade was nasty. I mean, he clasped his hands, picked him up and dumped him. Couldn't do much sure. with it after that, but uh, nasty takedown. Uh, Silva de Andrade, I mean, this should have been the co-main. I don't understand how this was not the co-main. Going into yeah. it, it was like, this is clearly one of the best matchups on the card. And it delivered. And, uh... Nurmagomedov from Dagestan as well. Uh, I guess he used to train with Habib and a few other of the Nurmagomedov family members. Yes, but I was going to say, do you think he ever dealt with wrestlers in practice? Do you think oh, he grew yeah. up <laughs> dealing with wrestlers? You know, so I know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how far this guy can go. Yeah, me too. If you look at like the general consensus after this fight, it's a lot of people kind of jumping off the hype train, which is kind of weird to me. I thought it was a fantastic performance. And I, I think Silva de Andrade is so good, man. I mean, that guy brings it in every. He's so hard to put away, and uh, he was twenty-eight and four before this fight. Yeah, I mean, come on, guy's pretty good. Pretty, it's a pretty good record. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, a pretty man. good All record. Right. I agree with you. This probably should have been the uh, the co-main event. Lesson learned. For the Lesson UFC, learned. Maybe. maybe not. We'll see. I don't think they care on these Apex cards. I think they just kind of fill it up. Let's roll. Yeah. Yeah, All just right. trying to hit that quota. <laughs> uh, before that, your boy, the Vanilla <laughs> Gorilla, Chase Sherman versus Jared Vendetta. It was a great fight. It was. I was. I remember when. Like, I'm not when, gonna uh, lie. I was excited <laughs> for this fight. Me too. I was. I was excited for it too. You know, sloppy heavyweight fights are fun. Like unranked yes. heavyweight fights are are fun sometimes. Chase Sherman fighting for his job, probably right. He's been cut Always. like three times. <laughs> He's been fighting for his job for the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean, and dude, uh, there's something good about just a sloppy heavyweight brawl, you know, just swinging and banging. And uh, I mean, this was it. I remember you texted me, you're like, do I need to go back and watch any fights? And I was like, I'm not sure yet. I'm, I'm on this fight. I was on this fight when you texted me that. And I was like, maybe like two minutes into round one. And I was like, it's okay so far, or something like that. <laughs> and then by the end of it, I was like, no, definitely go back and watch that. That was a great fight. Dude, you know what? Sherman had some good head movement sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. He, he seemed really light on his feet. Feeling you himself know? a little bit. Ooh. Oh, yeah, man. He was having like, fun in there. Looked like Canelo out there. <laughs> Just head movement. <laughs> you know, uh, and then uh, you had Vandera, who he seemed a little more stiff. You know, just moving forward, moving forward. Uh, stiff jab too, heavy right hand. Uh, but Sherman, man, like I was saying, uh, he he looked like he was having fun with the exchanges. But yeah, he you could also tell that he felt like, hey, when I want to get away from these shots, I can. Yeah, yeah, and what <clears throat> what's cool is when do you see an unranked heavyweight fight with the most strikes landed for the whole card? And that's what we got. We had Fazee versus RDA, and these guys outstruck them both. <laughs> Dude, I mean, hey, Sherman, uh, Sherman looked good. He looked His good until this moment. Solid. This moment yeah. was a very, like, hey, man, 
be careful because you should never be in this position. This picture should what, not what exist. What a great shot, man. What a great shot. Look I know. That. That's, great. That's a great picture, though. It should not exist, it but should, it's a great picture. Yeah, it's a great picture. But you should never find yourself in that position. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, he just got a little careless, I think, coming in with the combos because he really yeah. will let the hands go. He's got pretty good hand speed for a heavyweight because he, uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't really sit down on all of his punches. And he looked in fantastic shape. He looked good. He looked good. Right. And going into the third, I had it I had it 1-1. And uh, going into the third, I was like, man, Sherman looks like he's slowed down considerably. And he was slower in the first half of that round. And I think he rope doped him. He was I'm pretty sure. Awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wanted Vandera to kind of feel himself a little bit, punch himself out a little bit, and then turn it on. Because, dude, when he turned it on, that didn't look like a heavyweight finish. That looked like a like a flyweight finish. When you have someone up against the cage and you're just like, bah, 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 and they're just like, <laughs> just like, I don't know what to do. That doesn't happen at heavyweight. That never happens at heavyweight. It was such a fun fight. Yeah, it was a very good fight. Very it was good a fun fight. fight. Uh, that's all I got though. Yeah, sometimes unranked heavyweight fights, they're sloppy. They might not be the most technical. It might not be like you're not watching the elite of the elite maybe, but it's fucking entertaining. Very true. Now, uh, this should have been coming. It really should have. Talking about entertaining (laughs) fights, though, we had Jamie Malarkey versus Michael Johnson. This was, I knew knew going into this, this was going to be fight of the night. We talked about it. We called it out last week. Here comes your boy, a little salty, a little salty oh, on this one. Salty it will might, it may or may not be because I picked Michael Johnson in this fight, uh, but Michael Johnson rounds one and three. I don't understand how you don't give him those two rounds. It's crazy to me. Great fight, hey, I, fight of the night. I picked Malarkey, so I'm coming from another angle. Will hey, Ooh. he dropped Michael Johnson that first round too. But you whose knockdown was worse? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to ask them. <laughs> You'd have to ask the judges who they thought. Who's they clearly thought first. Malarkey. Now, I will say this, though. Mm-hmm. Recency bias, the last knockdown on that first round was from Malarkey. That's true. So the round That's ended true. with the last thought of Malarkey clipping Johnson, dropping him. Right, and uh, Johnson mm-hmm. being a little wobbly now. I think that they both did a great job with recovery that first round. Yeah, which is more impressive for Johnson at this point in his career because we've oh, seen yeah. him get finish finished. He yeah. looks great. His hand speed, his, his hand speed is insane. And yeah, I mean, still there. His dude, his career, he has looked fantastic. He's one of those guys that he looks so so good until all of a sudden he loses. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, like so many times he has somebody hurt and he's going for the finish. They survive, and then all of a sudden he gets clipped or subbed, and it's like, "Fuck, man, he he is so good." Look, and, and sometimes the, the outcome best, doesn't okay? show it. No, it's his not. It's not the best, but uh, he's fought Clay Guida, Thiago he, Moises. He beat Josh Dustin Poirier, Darren Elkins, Justin Gaethje, Habib Nurmagomedov, Dustin Poirier. Oh, dude, he, he, fought, Poirier. he beat the goat, Artem Lobov. Yeah, <laughs> um, Edson Barbosa, dude, the who's who, man, Joe Lozon. I mean, I mean the guy has wins over Tony Dustin Poirier and Tony Ferguson. Yeah, get out of here. This guy has been fighting forever at such a high level, man, and for him yeah. to still have this hand speed, still have is crazy, man. And um, you know, for for a while there, the question was like, does he want to continue doing this? Like after the Gage he fight, you know, and everything, he looked really good in his last fight, though, and he said that that fire was lit again, and that's why he came back against uh, yeah, Alan uh, Patrick. But 
he looked like he still has that fire in him against Jamie Malarkey, man. Dude, they were cracking each other. He was smiling. Uh, shout out Cayman Combat Club. So this was a crazy fight, man. I loved it. Yeah, this was Ooh, by Cayman far. Combat Club, I like that. I'm going to have to check out that page later. Yeah, it, it, this is definitely fight of the night. Um, but yeah, that, that first round, uh, I, I thought Johnson, the, the strikes were damn near even. Um, more leg kicks for Malarkey, more body shots for Johnson. Uh, how does that weigh? That's personal opinion, right? But dude, the Johnson knockdown was like a four punch combo and that uppercut that he snuck in in an angle that you never see someone get get hit uh and he just i mean he dropped hard so that's my bias second round <laughs> second round all malarkey right malarkey looked yeah. fantastic in that second round he was landing that switch high kick he would switch stances throw the high kick and i don't know how johnson was just eating him he got head kicked like three or four times where it was just flush and he was just kind of like oh okay and then we're back <laughs> and then and then the third round was all, all Michael Johnson. Uh, what a fucking fight where round three goes to one guy, two goes to the other one, and then round one they both dropped each other where you're just like, what a fucking fight, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not just that, but the again, I'm pointing out the recovery because I'm, I'm trying to think of a few other lightweights that might be able to take those shots and recover as quickly as they did. Yeah. People take shots and recover. 100%. Malarkey, like if you would have tuned in right after that, you would have been like, oh, nothing happened to this guy. Same thing with Michael Dude. Johnson. You would have tuned in in the beginning of the second round. You'd have been like, oh, okay, cool. These guys are fresh. They had They're a fresh. first round already. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I wonder what happened. Dude, <laughs> How are you feeling you know, that they, process? <laughs> and I, again, I know in hindsight, this probably should have been the co-main event too. You know, yeah. What, what, <laughs> but even then, last week, when we were previewing this this week, we said, this is going to be a banger. Yeah. This is going to be a banger. So, yeah, 100%. And I, I hope, I, I, I don't think they will, but I hope John, I don't know what contract Michael Johnson's on, but I hope he still sticks around because the guy is always entertaining, win or lose. Um, and Malarkey. Is he 20 and 18 right now? Yeah. I think he's 20 and 18. Not the best record. Malarkey but, gets but, a but win. If you were to get a win for having an exciting fight, you'd be 38 and no. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, except for that can be fight. Let's not talk about that one. Hey, but even that was exciting. It was exciting he, because of be talking <laughs> shit while smashing him. Yes, it was, <laughs> it was because it was a huge eye opener for a lot of fans out there. We were like, okay, True. we know Habib, you know, and he people would have liked for him to to fight harder competition from the very beginning, and he had that slow rise, you know, which is why yeah. he didn't have that many title defenses. Because he did have a slow rise getting there. And Michael mm -hmm. Johnson was one of those leaps for Hubby. Yeah, one of his first leaps in competition. Where that's after true. watching that fight, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. This Habib guy is no joke. Because Michael true. Johnson's a very formidable opponent. And he was oh, yeah. smashing and talking to him. Yeah. He must quit. Yeah. I need it's to my be time. champion. Yeah. You know? yeah. It was also. Uh, that's a terrible impression, too. You know? Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, it's also it's one the first fight where Joe Rogan like super hyped a moment out of proportion where everyone's like, yeah, but all of Habib's next fights is like, yeah, but Michael Johnson hurt him. It's like, no, Michael Johnson did not hurt him. <laughs> he landed he, a combo. He caught him once, caught him once flush. But yeah, but Joe made it hurt. Joe made it seem like he was like wobbly and like rocked, but Habib kind of always had that like 
like head like head bobbing thing. Ooh. Yeah, Bobby Green versus Michael Johnson. Uh, they Bobby fought before, right? Have they not fought Did before? They? I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, at, again, at twenty and eighteen, I feel like Michael Johnson's uh, fought the entire roster at lightweight already. Yeah, uh, they have not. They have. I don't see it. Yeah, they have not. That's a great oh, fight. I think fun fight. Bobby Green was supposed to just fight, and he just pulled out. Right? Um, forgot who he was supposed to fight recently. But yeah, maybe you make that fight. The only problem with that though is uh, Bobby's like right outside the top 15 right now so i don't know if he takes that fight but it would be fantastic i'm gonna raise my hand on this one and say yeah. as fun as that fight sounds like i could picture bobby green coming in with his hands low you know and, and then michael johnson throwing combos and bobby green rolling with the punches and responding with a couple you know shots of him it would be such a fun fight but i don't want either of those guys to lose so that's not <laughs> like can we give michael johnson a contender somebody- series person yeah, you know, like someone coming right off the contender series to lose to Bobby Green, and then he says, "You know what? Fuck this! I'm retiring." And then I, I don't know. want Bobby Green to lose to Michael Johnson, but like, man, he was at the cusp of breaking into the top fifteen, and now he's not. Like, yeah, too much at stake. Too much at stake. Too much at stake with that fight for for fans. Not for yeah, me. but I would love to watch. <laughs> but I would love to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, the struggles of being an MMA. What a fight though. Malarkey brings it every single time, man. At some every point, freaking time. Like, this dude is a fucking dog, and uh, that dude needs to get some respect. I think he has it from a lot of fans and stuff, but it doesn't seem like the UFC really knows what they have with him for some reason. Look, the, he recently he's lost to Jalen Turner. We see okay. what's going on with Jalen Turner right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He was incredible. But he's beat Devontae Smith, Kamal Worthy, Michael Johnson. Uh, dude, he's let, let's get him somebody, somebody up there. Yeah, and maybe let's not give him a guy who's also gonna like beat his brains out too. Like, like <laughs> the dude doesn't need to be in a war every single fight. Like, we know that doesn't last long. His post fight uh, interview though, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it's just so much fun. <laughs> it's just yeah. so much fun. Oh man, he's always gonna be an exciting fight. I, I, it's just in his DNA. He's yeah. one of those guys that even if you put him up against a wrestler, he's gonna get cracked once and he's gonna start going wild. Yeah, dude, that last. The last like 15 seconds of this fight Ooh, where amazing. I thought for sure, I thought for sure Malarkey's jaw was broken or something because his jaw was like hanging and it was just covered in blood and it, they're just swinging. Yeah, Michael just, Johnson. Like, dangling around. Yeah. And Michael Johnson goes to war two real quick. And I was like, no, don't do that because you're, you're up right now. You don't need to finish. Clean. <laughs> yeah, I know. In that, the, the last like five seconds. He did. I mean, he did that last, the last two minutes of this fight, Michael Johnson was touching him up. With the jab, with the the two behind it, I mean, he looked so good. But you know, wasn't enough. Wasn't yeah. enough, he says. <laughs> wasn't it? Was enough for, for me? Fans. For me, yes. All right, we'll move on to the next one. That was a very exciting fight, though. Uh, the next one: Cody Brundage versus Treshawn Gore. Treshawn Gore is coming off of uh, tough, right? Yeah, and we skipped the Armin uh, Zahabi versus uh, Tercios fight because it was awful and. Uh, well, so that was a really tough of a winner right now. A little bit of a yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy exactly. has to catch the soccer games for the kids, you know. Yeah, <laughs> soccer, dad, but uh, soccer dad, soccer dad. But yeah, <laughs> Trishan Gore also ultimate fighter. He was supposed to fight in the finale, um, but couldn't make it. Uh, but so here he is, and uh, he's fighting Cody Brundage, and oh, here uh, he is. I think it's just I think it's just too much, man. It's too much for Shoshan Gore because the talent is there for sure. But I don't think this is one of those situations where it's like, do you really want to develop your career already in the UFC? I don't think that's the best move. 
I mean, he, he goes to three and two now. He's had four professional fights at this point. Yeah, that's a little too much, man. That's a lot, man. Take a book out of the Chase Hooper, uh, you know, prep. Uh, of what not up. to do. Yes. Uh, and But, but I mean, the, the raw talent is there for sure. Um, but I don't know th- there's just some I things. Picked, I picked Gore. What I did too because that, that power is fucking crazy. And Brundage I haven't been too impressed with, to be honest. Uh, I thought the power might just overwhelm him. Um, but no, Brundage looked good, did what he needed to do, and he caught him off a lazy leg kick. Mm-hmm. And those are the types of things that happen like when you don't have the experience. Well, look at the shot here too. This is a pretty cool shot where you have a yeah. Brundage in full mount on Trajan Gore. Uh, Gore has no guard whatsoever because his arms seem to be he's down out. on the mat. Yeah, he's out and uh, yeah. he's about to land another shot. Uh, this might have been Beltran. By the way, yeah. if Beltran would have been refing the RDA fight, they'd probably still be fighting right now. As we see, yeah. I would be like, oh my God, longest fight in UFC history. For some reason, they decided to give him a 15th round. You know? Yeah, or, or it would have been over way sooner because he would have separated them a bunch of times. <laughs> I Mike Beltran is a man of action. <laughs> Dude, I love that guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, you want to move on to the next uh, fight we're going to cover? Uh, yeah, not, not much on that one. Are, are we talking? It was a quick fight. Are we talking Antonina or are we skipping that one? Uh, we're skipping that one going to Onama versus Armfield. Antonina's beautiful. Fantastic man. fight. I, I love watching her fight. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we'll skip it. There's, there's Onama weird stuff versus in, that, Armfield. in that family. Yeah, Onama we, versus we Armfield. We will not discuss that at this moment. No, it's a family show. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Onama versus Armfield, though, is awesome. This is another one that we called out. Uh, actually, the I, James Krause. I think we called out the previous matchup. Uh, it was Onama versus, uh, was it Lingo? Yes, oh, Onama yeah. versus Lingo. Yeah. Um, because... Armfield took this fight on like five days' notice. You got a call on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, and they fought before. Uh, someone posted there's a video of their amateur fight. They both fought before they were pro. Someone posted it when he signed the contract, and it was like, oh, this could be cool. A little history here. Uh, it all came uh, back full circle. Look at that. Yeah, and this was a fantastic fight. Fantastic. It was a really good fight. For now, someone again, making a deb- UFC debut on five days' notice, Armfield looked very good. I I want to watch a fight again. Armfield had the timing down. Onama had the yeah. speed, but Armfield had timing because he's not the fastest mm-hmm. guy in the world, but he was cracking them at the perfect time. Now, yeah. I I yelled out the James Krause earlier, yeah, because he did such a fantastic job in the corner he with did. Onama, and he called him out. He said, "You are being lazy right now. Don't be lazy." The very next round, he goes out there, and guess what? He's not. He's not lazy. Yeah, yeah. You can see the sense of urgency changed. Way more urgency, man. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the James Krause, knowing his fighter right now, knowing what he can get out of him, what he should be getting out of him, and calling that shit out. I don't care if these cameras are here. I'm going to call you yeah. out for being lazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as you're not saying the same stuff that Tony Kelly says. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's a different – we're yeah. a family show. We're a family show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, family show. Yeah. But the first round was like kind of a little banger. Uh, like you said, Onama had the hand speed, but he was kind of throwing a little bit looping where Armfield was just timing it and cracking him before he could land. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of what this picture shows right here. And uh, at the end of the first round, I mean, they kind of went to war a little bit. And uh, at the end of the first round, they both like 
gave each other, like dab each other and they were like smiling and shit. They're like, this is, that was sick. And yeah. then, which is cool, man. I thought it was so cool. And then the start of the second round, kind of the, both the same thing. They're both looking at each other, smiling, nodding. And they're like, all right, let's do this. And it's, it was just cool. It was a cool fight to watch. And Onama, Onama is very talented. He's got, he is. he's got something special, you know? You could tell though that he's still a little raw. Well, that, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you can see it, though. You can see what's yeah, you there. Can see it. And uh, I, I hope they don't rush him or anything like that. I don't think they are. Um, I, I think because the power's there um, and, and the experience and things like that, that's what's what's being built right now. And that's exactly why it's so like helpful to have someone like the James Krause uh, call that shit out because that will, that will iron out those things. And, uh, man... When he got that submission, it was like he set it up and then just like completely cleared the hips and stepped out. And uh, he was almost before he was in this position, he was almost in like a regular side control position on his knees. Mm. And they were like, press your hips, press your hips. And, and he's like, oh, yeah. And he throws his legs out, presses his hips on the mat. And that's how you get the real pressure, right? Because before it looked like he was on his knees trying to drive the pressure down with the shoulder. Yeah. But it's like, no, you need to sprawl out and like pull the weight down. It's not a. It's not a point. Like, uh, like you're not pressing on a point. And he got it. And fantastic work from Beltran. Uh, he was like, "Show me you're in. Like, show me you're in this. Like, uh, and you see him go, "Hi, oh, yeah, we're good." And he's like, he just keeps repeating, like, "Keep showing me you're in this," because like I can see the choke. Like you're clearly getting choked. <laughs> and then, like eventually, kind of just falls to the side, and he's like, "All right, that's enough." It's and then Armfield, time. perfect time. Armfield sits up. Uh, looks at Beltran, smiles at him. I, he said something like, "Thanks for like, uh, like get like show like give me the opportunity or something like that." And they're both smiling uh, at each other, laughing and shit. And I'm like, "Damn, that's fucking sick, dude." <laughs> you could tell he was out though, because when he came to mm-hmm. uh, Onama, had just started standing up. And did you see what he did? No, he like he like reached for him with his right. <laughs> oh, hand. I missed it. Like the, the arm that was uh that was stuck. Yeah, he, like, reached for him, and then he's like, "Oh!" And that's when he sits up and he's like has a smile on his uh. face. What a realization, yeah. man. And th- but that tells no. you everything about the guy. If if the fact that his initial reaction is to smile after realize the realization uh is pretty cool because Jared Armfield, it, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, man. I want to see him fight I'm again because he he looked good. That first round was a very good round. Very good round. And I was like, ooh. Uh did you give him the first round? Uh you I know, honestly, scored it. I wasn't scoring it. I wasn't scoring it. Well, I was just enjoying the fight. No, he I lost was enjoying Armfield's debut. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was enjoying the moment just like him. <laughs> Dude, seriously, that, he, he was though, and I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah, very cool fight. All right, we'll move on to the, <laughs> the last fight we're going to cover. I think it's a Pakramanov versus Lawrence. Yeah, I had Lawrence going into this because he's been such an aggressive wrestler, uh, and he, he puts on a pace that's that's hard to like uh, compete against. And Romanov said, uh, I do the same thing and I'm going to do it better. <laughs> this dude is relentless. Kakramanov, man. Uh, I picked uh, Kakramanov going into this, even though he wasn't the favorite because yeah. his last name ends in Av. I, I said, when I saw that he picked him, I was like, <laughs> I know that's why he picked him. <laughs> Sometimes we overthink things, Will. You know what I mean? And I yeah, saw that look last at my page, picks last night. And I said, look, they're both going to try to grapple. But this guy's last name ends in Av. You know my guy went through some shit as a kid <laughs> yeah. to, to get here. You know what I mean? So I picked him, and my pick was 
legit came through. Ronnie Lawrence, man, he seems super hyped to be in there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little too hyped. You know, maybe he wanted to prove a so point. So far, so far he's been a killer, you know? So I think he was kind of just like, I am that killer. Yeah. You know? And then Kramanov was like, I kill killers. You yeah. Know? And like, <laughs> whether it was the hip toss, dude, beautiful hip tosses. Beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, look at that. Yeah, I mean, the whole fight, I mean, uh, I think Lawrence got one takedown, but then was immediately uh, right back up, and then Kokramanov was on another takedown. Uh, Huey Hoopin says, uh, you already talked about Ricky Tercios. Uh, we skipped it for time. Um, I'll just talk about it real quick. Might as well, yeah. right? Um, Tercios is a guy. Oh, thanks, oh. Rich. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, I was more of a fan before this fight if i'm being honest but uh i like the antics i like the weird kind of diego sanchez vibes the dude's kind of out there uh real martial arts type guy uh he's screaming and shit as he's throwing like feints <laughs> and uh it was just i thought uh zahabi Eamon zahabi i thought he had a fantastic game plan of just making sure that tercios was coming to him because if you watch the tough finale with Tercios, which was fucking incredible, fantastic fight, the guy goes into the pocket and just swings and he goes hard and that's where he has success. But Eamon was like, I'm not going to give you that. I'm just going to keep circling away, force you to come to me. And you could tell Ricky was kind of just stuck and didn't really know what to do. He's stomping his feet in the middle of the cage, being weird, right? Doing his thing. And Eamon just never uh, gave into it. Just fought his game plan. Kind of made Tercios look like he didn't belong in there. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what he does next. Because mm. uh, going into this, I, I was pretty high on him, honestly. That The tough finale was... I, I loved that fight. It was a very good fight. Um, but this kind of shows, like, okay, you need to be able to adapt to a guy who's not just going to come forward and meet you in the center. You have to be able to adapt. Um, yeah, that's how I saw that fight going. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And I think that's all the fights that we're going to cover uh huey hoopin thank you for coming through i hope both yeah what did you think of club and huey uh, hoopin are, are following us already yeah what did you think about the tercios fight if you didn't if you didn't leave already <laughs> as yeah, i ranted he, about it <laughs> as you ranted huey hoopin probably didn't like what you had to say and he was like you know what let me just log off right now so i know <laughs> but yeah, uh, my boy. <laughs> mr hoopin if you can just uh in the comments there just let us know what you thought of the fight uh for now though let's go into the uh moment of silence well for the fights we lost yeah, moment of silence. Um, let's see, Jamie Pickett versus Dennis Chulian. Uh that, that got canceled. Uh, okay, yeah, Huey Hoopin, uh, 100%. 30, 30 out of 205 strikes is uh, is crazy, and it is crazy. A little uh, lopsided, some would say. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, he just kind of – he was throwing so much, um, and uh, – I mean, I, I don't think – that might be the worst uh, striking accuracy I've ever seen. I think it was like 10%. What is that? That's like a little bit over 10%. 30, 30 out of 205 strikes thrown. Um, math. Yeah. Yeah, that, that wasn't uh, that wasn't Tercios landing 30 – because you didn't catch this fight, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, that wasn't Tercios landing 30 and uh, Zahabi landing 205. It was that's closer to 15% striking if I, if I, my math is correct. If, if my math is correct. Uh, but yeah, that's, I carried that's the nine. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's Ricky throwing 205, but only landing 30. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was just nowhere near him the whole time. But you live and you learn. That's an experience moment, growth moment, hopefully. Um, But yeah, we had uh, Jamie Pickett uh, pulled out of this one. Uh, Austin Lingo pulled out of uh, his fight against Onama. And that's how uh, Armfield got his his call. Uh, Eubanks versus... Which I'm glad uh, he did. Which I'm glad he did. Yeah, much better. I would have rather had seen that fight than whatever Lingo would have done. Uh, No disrespect. But uh, Eubanks versus uh, Morose would have been cool. I guess they rescheduled it. Um, Let's see. Jamie Pickett versus Abdul Razak Al-Hassan would have been very cool. Would have been better than what Pickett ended up rescheduling. Uh, Calvillo versus Nina Nunez got pulled the day of, the morning of. Get it out of here. Get it out, yeah. I I was like, man, Ramiro's, when, when I saw the news, I was like just picturing you uh, with like a voodoo doll, <laughs> like <laughs> with, of the fight, like making sure this fight didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> but the Definitely. big one was uh, Cody, Cody Garbrandt versus Hani Yaya. Would have been a very fun fight. Nice step down from Cody fight. Garbrandt. Uh, yes, but but not too far, right? Hani Yaya is fun to watch. Absolutely been a very right. Good Hani Yaya, uh, set, fantastic grappler. One of the best names, yeah. by the way, with Hani yeah. Yaya. Fantastic, um, but I think it's uh, this uh, crossing or the crossroads for Cody Garbrandt. One hundred percent. You know, he goes down to one twenty-five. He comes back up to one thirty-five. Cody Garbrandt's trying to find himself again at this yeah. point in his career. So uh, I was, I, for me, this was a make or break for Cody Garbrandt on this one. Yeah. Also, probably would have been coming. Should have been coming. Yeah. Should have been. <laughs> Even this canceled fight would have been a is a better co-main than what we got. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, now we have bonuses. Let's talk about some monies. Yeah, monies. Uh, Fazeev gets a $50,000 bonus for his performance of the night, knocking out RDA in the fifth round. Very good fifth-round knockout. Uh, it's yep. difficult to do. Chase Sherman, not only does he keep his job, but he gets an extra 50K. Sherman. Very cool. Yeah, the Shermanator. It. And Michael yeah. Johnson uh, and Jamie Millar, he both got fifty grand for the fight of the night as they deserved as they it. Yeah. As they should. Yeah. Very good. I, I mean, look right uh, here. The, the order that you see this in, this should have been main event, co-main event. I know. Coco featured bout main event. Yeah. <laughs> Coco main event. Coco main. Yeah. Yeah. Main. True though. This is. I mean. I mean, going into it, these these are the three fights we were most excited for. Really. <laughs> and I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Tapology uh, because that's where we got I the last. It's so good. Tapology is so good. Money. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, that's it for this one. Um, speaking of tapology, uh, you can also use it to preview uh, the next card. Ah, do a nice <laughs> not, segue. Not sponsored by tapology, um, but a very good yeah. website. Not sponsored by anybody, but maybe soon. Yeah. Uh, this one is where is this happening? It's in New York because it starts at eight a.m. my time, so that's fun. Oh, that's perfect, man. That means it starts at ten a.m. over here, which I yeah. love. And it's a very good card. Well, we got the, the main event, Brian Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez. Probably yeah. title shot implications, uh, most likely. I think if Yair wins, you have to give him a title shot. I know uh, Volkanovski is out because he broke his thumb in the second round of that Max Holloway fight, which is even mm. makes it even more incredible. Um, but I think if Yair wins, you got to give him the shot. Um, if Ortega wins, maybe you do like him versus Emmett or some shit. I don't know. But... Uh, <laughs> Co-main, we got Michelle Watterson, the karate hottie, versus Amanda Lemos, who Lemos. is terrifying. <laughs> he is. 
Give me Lemo. Terrifying. Yeah, probably right. Um, yeah. And then you got uh, the leech is back versus uh, Solikov. Very good fight too. An, a sneaky banger. Matt Schnell versus Suma Darji. That's a fantastic yeah. fight. Yeah. yeah. Eh, I know you hate on Matt Schnell. I know we kind of make fun of him for some reason. Look, but I don't hate on Matt Schnell. This guy <laughs> is top 15 in the UFC. You know how hard it is to break into the top 15 in the UFC? I know. It's hard. It's very difficult. But, for for me, I just remember his MTV days. I you know. know what I mean? It's kind of hard to break away from that. Yeah. Uh, but my guy is a great fight. The top 15 from, from MTV to, to top 15 in the to UFC. To UFC? You know? Why yeah, not? But, good good for you, dude. But Darsh is also terrifying. Um, and not in MTV. Never yeah. was in MTV. Never was. Uh, fighting. Yeah. Very good guy, though. Uh, Ooh, Shane Burgos next- versus Charles Jordan is... This is the one. That's probably fight of the night. That's my pick for fight uh, of the whoa, night. Whoa, whoa, Slow down. You got Brian Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez, bro. I don't think that's – I think that fight's going to be different than most people are thinking. You think so? I think so. And I'm saying that as a very big Brian Ortega fan, I don't think he has anything for Yair. <gasps> I don't think it's going to be back and forth enough to be fight of the night. Okay. Um, okay. But, yeah, we got Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate. I disagree, but it's okay. Hey, that's what makes the show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, thank God they saved this fight a third time. Oh, I was so scared that they wouldn't. Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a fight that's going to happen. Uh, put put Haley Soriano is a fight. very good yeah, versus Dolce. That's a great fight. Uh, Ricky Simone versus Jack Shore is a fucking sleeper fight. Jack Shore is legit. That guy is going to be top ten. Uh, Dude, Dustin Jacoby. Yeah, Dustin Jacoby versus Diamond Young. Very good fight. Two bangers. Bill Aljo versus Herbert Burns. It was supposed to be uh, Bill Aljo versus Billy the Kid Quarantillo, but he had to pull out. So they And Herbert Burns' opponent pulled out, so they make them fight each other. Great fight. Uh, Dwight Grant's on the card. Philip Rowe versus uh, Abu Bakar. Very good card. Very good card. Got on ABC, taking a break from OnlyFans to fight but, again. <laughs> but you see, the uh, the difference here is this last weekend was one of the ESPN events, right? You have to, yep. they have to make the quota for ESPN. Throw whoever's like on ABC. there. ABC, ABC, national broadcast. Gotta, gotta bring it. <laughs> yeah, gotta bring exactly. it. Gotta bring it. But this card is stacked with thirteen. Points. Yeah, this looks like it's gonna be money, man. Very, very good card. I mean, Ortega versus Yair could be a co-main event in a pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, Ricky Simone versus Jack Shore, man. I cannot wait for that fight. Yeah. Jack Shore. I mean, you know, I'm very don't have Bohalio here as a co-main event, so that's a little disappointing, but it's okay. Well, that's <laughs> all I got. Will, you got anything else? Uh, No, I think that's it. That's it? Yeah. All right, Will. Well, uh, Watch we some have, uh, I want to give a shout out to Huey Hoopin again for joining us. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Combat Club. We'll Came check out Combat that Instagram. Club again, we'll definitely check it out. I will be following you, Cayman Combat Club, as soon as we are uh, off this this broadcast. Uh, <laughs> but for Cayman Combat Club, Huey Hoopin, and then anybody else that tuned in, if you're not subscribed yet, please do us a favor. Like, subscribe, hey, hit the shit. notification bell. Be like Huey Hoopin. Uh, be like, be, be like Huey. Yeah, be like Huey. He, he subs, you know, it's, it's a good back and forth. It always makes the show. Huey will be back next week on Sunday Live 
definitely jump in because it makes it a lot more fun when we have uh, some back and forth with commenters. For sure, for sure. Uh, and if uh, you don't like seeing our ugly mugs, but you like listening <laughs> to us talk about fights, you got Spotify, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Anchor FM. If 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 they broadcast podcasts, like podcasts, where we're probably on there. Yeah, we're on there. And it's the same handle everywhere. At Story yeah, of the Fight. super easy to find. <laughs> on social media as well. Yeah, at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, uh, Twitch, with nothing on there yet, but we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're everywhere. At Story of the Fight everywhere. Still not banned from TikTok. And, are, and reinstated on Reddit. No longer banned on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We're doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. <laughs> I, I've uh, I've eliminated a lot of the weird fights that I used to post on TikTok that almost got us banned, but we're good, we're good. So, but this was a lot of fun. Again, shout out to uh, those that joined us, made it a lot more fun. Shout out to the person who produces this show, Richard Bustos. Rich the casual, Rich the casual. Yes, <laughs> thank you for joining us for another week of Story of the Fight. Rich still refuses to watch fights, by the way, Will.